space. We'll do it live. It. Do it live. Go write it and we'll do it live. What do we have here? What is this? The handsome contest. Look at us. Who would have thought? Not me. Who's with me? Let's go. Come on. Silver and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM. Good morning, party people. How the heck you doing? Happy Tuesday to you and yours. It's 5.30. Happy Tuesday to you, Carl. Freaking Brown. Morning, dude. How the heck you doing over there, pal? Living and breathing, man. Well, that's yeah. a good sign. That's a good start. It's a very good sign. Mm-hmm. You watch any of that college football <laughs> national oh, championship? Very, very little, dude. The um, oh. I was I was saying to you, I saw, I saw a tweet yesterday, and I thought uh, I kind of had the same thought that the two semifinals were so good that you were due for a clunker. And you know, I can't put it this way. I blame Michigan. I agree. I blame Jim Harbaugh here. I agree because TCU was a great Cinderella story, and it was cool that they got there. But it was very obvious very early, and obvious okay. if you sat back and looked at it from a big picture. They're not the same program as Georgia. Yes. They're not on that level. Eventually, that run just comes not. to an end. Eventually, the recruiting and talent is going to overwhelm you. Yeah. I blame Michigan for not getting it done. Michigan would have been a would have been a fun fun scenario there. But yeah. uh, I would like to have at least seen it. Congrats to uh, Stetson Bennett Kia of Greater Atlanta, and uh, on his new future as. Uh, the owner of many dealerships in the Atlanta area. <laughs> what? He has the best. This is the quarterback. The for quarterback Georgia. for the Georgia Bulldogs, who's now won two national titles, and I say should forgo the NFL draft and directly open up several dealerships in the Atlanta area. Stetson Bennett Chevolds. Like you can just, it sounds perfect. And you know how much weight you carry when you're the quarterback of a national championship team in those states. Yeah. I say abandon football. Stetson Bennett. Sounds like a lawyer program to me. Oh, or to me, it's a dealership. Yeah? Yeah. Come on down. Stetson Bennett Ford. I'll treat you right. <laughs> <laughs> we got the championship touch right here. The championship touch. Stetson Bennett GM. That's pretty good. Come on. It's right there. Yeah, it does kind of write itself it's there. It's right there. It? Yeah. I, I always looked at it as like a lawyer name. Uh, I, I would never take another hit if I was that kid. Yeah? He doesn't have to. Yeah, it's true. That you're like you are set for life in the state of the, the, with college football and the like the almost cult of it in the way that uh, the U.S. celebrates it. No. You just won back to back national championships as the quarterback of the Georgia Bulldogs. Yeah. You get to write your ticket forever in a day in the state of Georgia. There's no reason to go be the backup with the Jets and get annihilated for six games a year. He's already 26, right? Yeah. 26, maybe turning 27. I thought, like I thought he was 25 just, or just turned 26. He just turned 26? Yeah. Like that's a, that's yeah. an older QB to be coming out of the of the to, to the NFL draft. So yeah. I would um I would pursue other goals. Yeah. Unless he like, you know, wants to or whatever, but you know. Well, what if you get that backup quarterback money for a few years and, and then, then you uh, open up a Kia dealership? But the iron's hot now. <laughs> they want you now. <laughs> Maybe open an app and let your dad run it or something. Oh, yeah. Does he have like a brother? I don't know. I'm sure he uh, does. If you, if you named your first son Stetson, what do you name your other son? <laughs> That's it's, a great, you know what? That's a great question. I'm going to Google it now. It's got to be something like real silly. I'm trying to think Siblings. of the... Well, Stetson's kind of like a hat, so I wonder if you, do you name it oh, something. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Lids. <laughs> Lids Bennett? Snapback. I like it. Snapback Bennett. He's got twin brothers. Twin brothers? Knox and Luke. 
Luke. Knox Bennett. Wow. Luke, <laughs> the only like normal name in the bunch. That's ridiculous. He, he did achieve uh, something very important this year because then you can do the name and license thing now, right? Yeah. With uh, with college players. Yeah. He got a sponsorship from my favorite chicken joint, Raising Cane's. Oh no way! <laughs> the, the place that only serves chicken strips, fries, and garlic bread. Yes. It's really good. Right, and that mm-hmm. cane, that cane sauce is like they're super famous for some kind of dipping sauce, yeah. right? Yeah, that's was all it, they have. Was it good? Really good. Yeah. Yeah. What's it like? Um, it's like a, it's like a. Um, I think it's like a Southwest Ranch, almost like a blackened yeah. ranch kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. Yeah, mm. really good. Stetson, Knox, and Luke. Are they older <laughs> or younger twins? Uh, they are younger. See, so Stetson's the oldest. He's got three younger brothers: Knox, Luke, and oh, here you go, Maverick. Maverick. Maverick Bennett. Oh wow, they really and did. his sister Olivia. Oh man. Mm-hmm. Oh, are you sure this family isn't from Utah? <laughs> are we sure? Holy, five kids. Yeah. Four boys, too? <laughs> Ooh, that's too much work, man. Stetson Bennett Kia, right here in Savannah. <laughs> I don't know if we have any Georgia Bulldog fans listening, but congratulations. Congratulations, congratulations to you. Uh, Dink of the Day coming up. Matt from Coburg actually opened here some Metallica. Let's do it. Damage, Inc. Soper and Brown Show. Good morning, party people. Let's go. Silver and Brown Show. It's 97.7 Hits FM. That'll wake you up. If that mm-hmm. doesn't wake you up, I don't know what will this morning, Frank. Perhaps this dink of the day. Ah. Oh. Hey, okay. Actually, this guy, <laughs> this is just, this is so stupid. Well, that's kind of the idea of the brink, yeah. So stupid, but on, on a level of you did it. You got away with it, and then you told on yourself mm. because you wanted people to see how cool you were. That's classic. We've come across these. And just how you didn't stop and think to yourself, is this going to get me caught? I don't understand. There are some thieves and some of these idiots where you go, yeah, you wanted to go to jail. Yeah, sometimes there's a story that comes up and it's so obvious that they committed something small, they hung around, they left a trail, they almost seemed like they wanted to go and spend some time. You thought you were cool. So we're going to uh, Georgia, okay? Georgia. Georgia. Home of the champion Bulldogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Clayton County Police Department issued an arrest warrant for a Riverdale motorcyclist after officers said he eluded police during a chase. Okay. Okay? So literal high-speed chase happens on a highway. He's on a motorcycle. He gets away. Right. That does not happen often. Yeah, I can't imagine. Slightly more flexible vehicle in terms yeah. of sneaking into small spaces where larger vehicles can't go, lane splitting and all that stuff. He gets away with it. But in terms of police chase mm-hmm. down a highway, what was it? 99% of people get caught? Like, I don't have a full on percentage, but yeah, I don't know it's what they low. And unless, there's a, unless they that view the risk to the public and they call off the chase, yeah. which does happen at times, right? But it's low. Yep. There is no way in hell that a lot of people are getting away with this. Not that I've seen. This man does. Gets away with it. Except for one thing. The next day, he had a dash cam. Oh, yeah. Better look badass. He posted the dash cam footage (laughs) of him getting away from the police. Mm-hmm. He literally outed himself <laughs> by posting the footage on Facebook and yeah. bragging about it. Mm-hmm. 
So cool. How, Carl? <laughs> How? At, do you not stop at some point and go, I got away with this. I, got, I, I must stop. Now he's a legend, though, in his like Facebook motorcycle group. Is he, though? Oh, yeah. He's a legend. He's a legend behind bars. Dave's a legend. He's facing uh, up to five years in prison. Right. Uh, for the initial traffic charge and then evading police. Yeah. So badass, though. You gotta show him. Dude. You gotta show him. That is insane. You did it. <laughs> You're away. a part of the low, low yeah. percentage of people that got away. You could have, like, held on to it and, like, shown your buddies at your next ride on your little goat, but you had to. Sure. But you had to put it out there in the world. Or just show nobody, man. Yep. Sometimes you do a cool thing that unfortunately no one's going to see. Oh, you can't live like that. God, it sucks. Hey, it sucks. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> Sometimes that's what happens. Make that great catch or that great save somewhere and there's no one around to see it. And you can look around and go, well, it's going to have to live in my memory alone. That's this. That's what this it was. It should be. Mm. God. You know what's funny about this story, too? Is... uh. They refer to the Georgia State Police as GSP. And so <laughs> You're the, trying to picture George St. Pierre screaming. The, Risk initial, the initial headline uh, it says biker who tried to get away uh, from GSP identified after he posted video of Chase on TikTok and YouTube <laughs> and Facebook. But I was like, get away from GSP, George right. St. Pierre. Yeah. What? Oh. Get oh, back here. Oh. I thought it was like this biker's <laughs> on the run from GSP. Anyways, don't have his name, but he's our dink of the day. Silver and Brown. 97.7 Hits FM. Moist in the Soper and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM. Uh, Carl, we talked a ton about pigeons on this show. Carrier oh, yeah. pigeons, <laughs> racing pigeons. More the, than you'd think. The racing pigeon community mm-hmm. in southern Ontario. Burgeoning. It, it, honestly, <laughs> it, it, I remember when we first found out about it. Mm-hmm. And we first dove into the world, and we didn't quite realize what we had done. There is a ton of people that are passionate about it, involved in the community in some way. It used to be a massive thing in St. Catharines. Mm-hmm. There was like a whole, what did I say, somewhere on Lake Street, there was a racing was like a, pigeon yeah. club. Uh, one of my uh, uh, good friends, uh, his dad, is a huge racing pigeon uh, person uh, aficionado yeah 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 uh, retired and that's what he does now he <laughs> retired and became a, well he was always a pigeon guy apparently but uh retired <laughs> always and, a pigeon yeah, guy and, and yeah and then pigeon mike and pigeon ricky yeah uh they got into the game after hearing us talk about it you know the canadian racing uh racing pigeon union is in tilsonburg okay there we go mm-hmm. so when i see a story about a pigeon come up usually stop and take a quick peek knowing that our audience is quite obviously into pigeons <laughs> and At i least was curious i was uh even more interested when i found out that this was happening in your old stomping grounds is it vancouver british columbia a uh prison union spokesperson said they recently caught a kidgen a uh, kitchen. A kitchen. A kitchen. Why is that? It's a cat and a pigeon. Actually, they made it. A caught a pigeon. Yeah. Carrying a miniature backpack. Cute. Filled with meth. Less cute. Yeah. <laughs> is it trying to get into a like? They're trying to get to land in a prison yard. They were trying the idea? to land in a prison yard. Exactly mm, that. Mm. 
So they said lately there's been tons of problems with drones, but this is the first time they have ever seen somebody try to use a pigeon <laughs> with a backpack to transport drugs into a prison. Now, I understand that they have like a, they're very well trained in terms of like a homing technique. Like you can send them mm. out to race to a point and they will come back to where they yeah. left from. But getting them to make a stop along the way feels like that would be uh that would be difficult. Yeah, you got to be a really good trainer, I guess. It's going to be some kind of a like a very specific whistle that you give and the pigeon knows to like stop and It's a great question. <laughs> I mean, it's a great question. I, I I don't know how you do that. You imagine like being, you know, casual in the pigeon racing community, training your birds, enjoying your quiet life and you get slowly recruited by organized crime as a way to infiltrate prisons around <laughs> Other pigeons talking about you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, did you see Gary? Yeah, he got caught up with the wrong crowd. Yeah. Oh, is he one of those racing pigeons, actually? I hear those guys are stars. No. No, unfortunately it's not. what not. he does. He got into a life of crime. Doesn't <laughs> want to do it, but uh, they're holding on to his wife until he comes back. <laughs> Gary doesn't show up. Now what happens to his wife? Now what? Huh? Better train another pigeon for us. Ooh. Or does Gary come back and lie? Does Gary come back? Because they take the meth, obviously, off the pigeon, right? Like, I like the story at the end here. It says, as for the pigeon, they say it was let go, but without its luggage this time. Yeah, there's no, just we did, to say. We did release it. <laughs> so, you know, we didn't punish the bird. Does he go back and lie to his mafia pigeon boss? Yeah, hey, I dropped it off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Look, yeah, it's yeah. gone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See him on the news the next right. day. Just give me my wife back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <gasps> Gary lied. <laughs> you go back for her now. CHTZ, The Silver and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM. I just want to give a stick tap, mm. if I could, uh, to a texter talking about the whole pigeon uh, being caught outside of a Vancouver prison with a meth backpack. Almost inside. Yeah, if, yeah. if it would have got him inside the yard, that would have been... Semi- yeah. Maybe there have been successful flights already that we don't know about. Texter said, well, you got to call it good feathers. That's good. That's real stick good. Stick tap to you. Yeah. That's very funny. That's real good. I've uh, I've mentioned uh, before on the show. I, I have mm-hmm. a friend of mine who works uh, at a prison in Kingston, and he's we, uh, you and I actually have a mutual yeah. acquaintance who is a guard at the facility where the pigeon was apprehended. Uh, we have a former uh, uh, well boss or coworker. You and I do. Uh, yeah. Her name's Melanie Green, and her no husband way. is a guard at the Fraser Institute. No, way. or at least was when I last worked with her, which wow. was some time ago. Interesting. Greg, yeah. Uh, oh, wow, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, a buddy of mine who works, he's told me some stories. Of and it's and he's he hasn't said pigeon stuff. No. But he said the drone Yet situation is, is a nightmare. Oh, it's 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 out of control. <clears throat> I would assume that the area over our prison is like a like a no fly zone for that kind of stuff. Oh, it's not supposed to happen. They just don't care. Well, yeah, right. It's one of those. He said they they have to actually get people like to be on drone watch now like it's that's like their that's eight hour one person's gig. job is yeah. drone patrol yeah yeah and said you had to build a new guard tower to look high up yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. he said it's a wild situation that obviously you know however many years ago you couldn't really prepare for now you mentioned before that he you told a story about somebody in the, that either dropped something into the yard yeah and they knew somebody had it in their butt yes and they basically said look here's the deal you guys are going to walk the yard until this person either drops it or says, okay, yeah. it's me. That Yeah. He said that's that's the the whole process. Standard practice. Do- doors are shut. 
No one's going in. And until somebody. Yep, you guys just keep circling until. And he said it's it's brutal because quite often the person who hooped it yeah. uh, is the lowest on the totem pole. And everybody knows. And is being told. Who it is. Don't say anything. Yeah. Don't you say anything. But then the others who are not in his group nor will benefit from what is in his butt yeah. are like staring him down saying, you're going to drop it so we can go back it's inside. It's cold out here. Yeah. Like, let's go. Yeah. I, there, was, there was one he told. That's a tough spot to oh, be in. Oh, man. What do you do, right? I think at that point, and, and this is kind of what I was going to say, so there was one story of uh, of this happened inside in the mm-hmm. lunch area, and he said that a guard caught like a pass of something right. and saw the guy whoop it, right. whoop around. And yep. so he, they shut the doors and went. Put it in his wallet. We saw you do it. <laughs> yeah. So we saw you do it. Yeah. Okay. And we don't know if there's more, but. You're going to have to get any guy said, no, no, denied, denied, denied. Right. And it got to the point where they were like trying to make deals with people. Mm-hmm. Like inmates were making deals with inmates of like, you know, if you let go of this and like, I'll give you this if you just give up the information. And then guards were like going to be like, if you give, if you rat on this guy, then I'll give you this. Right. And like all these like deals, like it's monopoly happening well, at because once. Something else has to be used as currency. Yes. Right. So information yes. becomes currency. Smokes become currency. Oh. Sex becomes currency. Oh. So what happened to the guy? Oh, uh, they eventually, like, the guy just... He, he had to... He, 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 uh, from what I remember, is he, like, discreetly told somebody, like, I'm ready to give it up. Like, I don't want anybody to know that I'm the one... <laughs> Can you take me somewhere private? Yeah, to go, to go potty. <laughs> Anyways. I'm going to th- try and stay out of prison. I yeah, think. it's a good idea. Yeah. Using pigeons. Well, I guess the pigeon doesn't know, It is but... very creative. Yeah. It is very creative. It didn't and, work. And the birds should not be punished. No. To be clear. Also, I know that, like... They just had it in the bag, and they just, like, tied a little string around it. But when it said backpack... It's cute to think of a tiny little backpack uh-huh. with little straps like, that he gets Like a Barbie get... backpack, uh-huh. and you put it on her? Yeah. That's how I think this story happened. <laughs> 97.7 Hits FM. Soper and Brown Show. It's 97.7 Hits FM. 977-977. You can text the show anytime. Carl, I don't know if you remember this, but... I want to say, oh, man, this was might even have been a year ago now. There was a story that came up, and if, it might have been back-to-back stories of people getting drunk and urinating just right in the aisle of a plane. Yeah, I do remember this. And I we, think it might have been still when I was broadcasting from home. Yeah, like, I think it's that long ago. It's hard. Time just kind of goes together. People were flipping out on planes at a more rapid pace Fair during point. that time. Yeah. So we got to talk about that, and then um, a stewardess actually called us up. That's right. And said, you know, this seems wild, but this happens more than you think. And Mm -hmm. she had a handful of stories. Of people getting just either blitzed before they get on, getting overserved on, or just- Angrily peeing. As a mode of of protest. Mm -hmm. Yes. So when I see this story here last night- I immediately thought of her and went, man, she's right. This does happen mm-hmm. way more than it needs to. As on a recent flight, uh, this is in the New York, uh, New York area, a passenger was arrested after he became in- excessively intoxicated and urinated on another passenger. But it's oh. not just anybody. Mm-hmm. It was the VP of Wells Fargo. 
Ooh. Wells Fargo, if you a massive, massive Huge bank. company. Yeah. Massive bank, massive company, mm-hmm. very well known. And if you are the vice president, yeah, I believe it said VP, right? Uh, I'm looking. He's he is an executive. An executive. I'm looking for the story okay. here. I'll, I'll try and find okay. the exact role. Either way, he's a high-ranking official at Wells Fargo, one yeah. of the biggest banks in America. Yeah. In the world. Yes. And he got so drunk on a flight, and then got into a spat, a dispute with another passenger, mm-hmm. that his reaction was to <laughs> piss. On her, he, uh, yeah, he's the VP of operations in for another country. Okay. So not like the American okay, branch, but he's the VP of operations for another country. Urinated on a seventy-two-year-old woman. Okay, I did not see she was seventy-two. Urinated on a. I don't think he even got into a spat with. He urinated on a seventy-two-year-old woman. No, I, what I read was there was a disagreement. Oh, was there? Okay, and the flight attendants thought that they had resolved their issue. Apparently not. And then the urination situation <laughs> came afoot. Oh my god! I have to. I have to be honest, man. I don't know if I've ever been pee on somebody angry. I've been angry. Sure. Yeah, I have too. I don't know if that has even crossed my mind mm. at any moment to say, you know what, I need to do. I gotta whip this out. I gotta pee. To establish dominance, I better pee. I because I imagine if I pee on somebody, like hands are being thrown. Which is why it's such a dick move here because you went after a senior on yeah, a plane. A senior woman. What is she gonna do? Stand up and fight? The guy's thirty four, by the way, in the story. He's not some like he's not, you know, later yeah. into his years. He's young. He's he's your age. Yeah. Yeah. Like just imagine that me. Yeah, you. I get back from a flight. I'm like, oh, I'm going to go visit my parents. High-ranking yeah, yeah. <laughs> bank Le- executive, Matt Less Soper. that, more about the age. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to visit my parents yeah. in British Columbia, and I come back, and you're like, you'll never guess what happened. I got into this fight with this woman. God, was she brutal. And you go, well, well, well how'd what you handle it? Yeah. Seat disagreement uh, or something to do with whatever. Uh, you know what? She just wouldn't. Uh, I, I'm not even going to get into it. Just, God, was it annoying. You want to know what I did? Peed on her. Like, uh, wouldn't you look at me three days later so differently? Swoop flight makes emergency landing yeah. in Winnipeg as unruly passenger urinates on senior. 34-year-old Matt Soper. 34-year-old radio host. Bell Media employee. <laughs> yeah, they would go with that, too. They would, it, yeah. It wouldn't be Hits oh, FM. No, 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 no. no. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're right. Like, how do you get that angry? How do you get pee on somebody angry? The other side of it is... What do you do with the unfortunate passenger who's been urinated upon? Well, there's nothing you, you really hope can do. You hope like they've got a change of clothes in their carry-on. Yeah. You try and like assist them in some way, shape, or form. But like this is like this is an inconvenience to them and everybody around them. Like this is like this is an arrest them when they get off the flight thing. There's cops waiting for you, kind oh, of yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. He's facing up to three years in prison. I hope he serves all three. Oh my! I hope he serves more. Serves more. You can't just go peeing on people in, in on a plane. You, you can't gotta, do it. You got to assume that Wells Fargo is going to sue this guy. Oh yeah. For breach of personal conduct or oh, yeah. whatever it is. Like you're you're facing your your jail time, whatever you're going to see on a civil level, but on a corporate level, I would assume they're coming for this guy's guts. So after you have peed, you've successfully peed. And you go sit back down. Well, I was like, do you just like, well, <laughs> settled that. It's true. You have you have made the entire cabin upset with you. 
Like you have you have managed to however many people are in this cabin of this plane are now looking at you as the lowest piece of human trash. It, lowest. Yeah. There's no way you come away from that going, oh, I won that one. Yeah. <laughs> Do you? Where well, do I you... guess if you get to the point you're peeing on people, you probably think you've done the right thing. Where do you go work after this? It's a great question. Like, what is your next career step, man? It's a great question. Anybody Googles your name, you know what's coming up? Oh, you're the airplane oh, pisser. Oh, look at that guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, 34-year-old Shreds guy. application. Yeah. The best new Metallica Soper and Brown show. Uh, the reaction coming in from the airplane uh, urination man. Everybody hoping that this guy spends many years behind bars. Somebody said, too, that he's uh, he's probably in trouble because it did involve exposing himself to somebody. Oh yeah. yeah. So you might get registered as a sex offender Good, here too. I hope you do. It's not just the peeing, like you you know, you I took out you your member and like he just every step of this just gets more offensive the whole way yeah. there. I, You're a thirty four year old man. There's no excuse like yeah. not not to say if he was older, there isn't excuses, there isn't, but it's like, man, you there I'm not giving you a, a pass anymore. No. Anywhere. No, not on any part of this story. You are going to have to do so much in order for me to look at you differently. So much. Hmm. And I say, oh, you got to give people a second chance. This guy. I don't know. This changes my. If this is a friend yeah. of mine. Yeah. This changes my perception of you. Oh, you're out. So vastly. You're out of the circle. I can't. Yeah. Yeah. I, I cannot associate with you. Absolutely not. That is such insane behavior. Yeah. That I don't. I cannot talk to you ever again. I would have held him on the plane and let everybody else off, and then let peed the pa- on him. Oh, yeah, what? let the passengers do what they will. Yeah. The entire plane. Like I know we're not supposed to. You know this whole like, like go through the proper like court of justice and all that kind of stuff. But like, whatever term he serves and whatever hangups are applied to him for the rest of his life is not going to be worth the indignity he provided here. Oh, and you need some good old public justice. Committed on this man here. I don't hate it. Yeah. Uh, Caitlin said, urination situation uh, is an album title. So okay. So a couple go of ahead. things here. Let's go with, uh, I don't know, maybe I'm feeling something in the 90s. 95? I don't 95, know. 95. That would be from, uh, from Tantric Habits. Tantric Habits. Yes. Urination situation. Oh, Sting. Was Sting doing that? <laughs> yeah, he was. Oh, man. That was the tantric thing for. He was oh, just okay. trying to hold his pee for a long okay, time to gotcha. create more. Uh, before we move along, and we, and we will... Uh, you know, I think I made a mistake. Yeah. I actually think this guy probably shouldn't have been our dink of the day. He probably should be. And making a request if I could judge, mm. even though he wasn't technically our dink of the day, can we put him on the dinkies list? I think this story is worthy of consideration when it comes to our dinks of the year, whether yeah. he made the physical dink of the day break or not. So I will pass judgment here and say, yes, he can be added to the list for the year-end dinkies. Southern Ontario's Best Rock and the Silver and Brown Show. Silver and Brown Show, 977 Hits FM. Carl and I were just uh, off air. Rocking out to photographs. Well, also that. (laughs) 
and reading a story about a really old bottle of rum and yes. then talking about how we wanted to make a few rum and cokes and mm. when is it too early to make a rum and coke and, <laughs> you know, just daydreaming on a Tuesday morning, basically. It's not even the rum that I'm offended by right now. I don't think I could have a coke this early. Oh, I'd be early, yeah. But look, <laughs> if, if all of a sudden, like, let's just say yeah. we had a hits bartender mm-hmm. and he's like, like shook us up a little drink. You drink. I would drink. Of yes. course. Yeah. Um, yeah, world's oldest bottle of rum. This is pretty cool. Just sold at auction. I saw this uh, this morning. Rum brewed and bottled in 1780. That's wild. I feel like it should be in a museum somewhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, this was from uh, a home in, I believe it's in somewhere in London. Sorry, Leeds. There we go, Leeds. Uh, in, tw- in 2011, they discovered 59 bottles hidden away and forgotten to time in the basement of a Harewood house in Leeds, the UK. It was determined the rum was distilled in 1780 uh, in Barbados and shipped to the UK. Uh, it was bottled by Old Fields of York at the request of Earl of Harewood. Uh, Guinness World Record holding rum, discovered by uh, two people. Uh, 28 bottles. Or sorry, actually, there was 59 bottles. Down there, 28 dark and 31 light. The rum, look, look at the bottles here. Yeah, I, I bet you they look, whoa. <laughs> I guess like, they were able to dust them off a little dusty, bit. Yeah, yeah, they've got uh, they've got layers to them. We'll just say that. Uh, but they were able Ooh. to clean them off. And, uh, You're and there's a little dust on the bottle? <laughs> it might be. Yeah. yeah, it might be a little dust on that bottle. Uh, do you have, do you have, have you seen the auction price? Would you care to guess? Uh, I mean. 1780. We're talking like, like legit pirate rum here. Got to be six figures at least. Lower, surprisingly. Really? Yeah. What did it go for? Went for 30, 30 grand. Thirty grand. Yeah, eh? thirty grand for a bottle, which is still you know it's insane. It's thirty grand for a bottle of rum, but I don't yeah. know something like this is seventeen eighty. It's crazy. Like that's yeah. that is so insanely old to have not and and to have been stored at least somewhere dry. Like usually when they're like, oh yeah, we pulled it up from the bottom of the ocean. It's like okay, well I'm not gonna. You know, consume that. Yeah, I would think about this. In the uh, the house that I grew up in, uh, when I went through, uh, when I was grade seven, I think, when we moved there, and I was there straight through until like I moved out, moved mm-hmm. out. So what's grade seven's twelve? Yeah, you're probably so yeah. you know yeah until however, you were yeah, nineteen, yeah, so yeah, yeah, seven years ish. Right? So you know, prime growing up years. Uh, uh, my parents rented it; they didn't own it. And in the basement was a, a bar, mm-hmm. and there was all these old-looking bottles of liquor. Right. So obviously, I'm young at that point. I know of Bacardi, Smirnoff, sure. yeah, the, the absolute, cheapest beer you can get. Right. The absolute base level. I've yeah. seen it on a store shelf. Yeah. Yeah. I'm maybe drinking seen a commercial the for absolute it. cheapest. Uh, my my knowledge, it ain't vast at that no. point. So these bought, and I wish more than anything. That my parents still lived there, and so I could go because all I remember is these bottles looked ancient. Mm-hmm. There was dust on them. Yeah, they had been there forever, and I wish now I could go back, open one up, and, and try some like yeah. 40, 50, 60 year old. Do you think it was that old? I. You're moving in, they said you're 12-ish, so we're looking like year 2000, 2001-ish, somewhere around there? Yeah, this house was like uh, the landlord, it was like the house he had grown up in, Okay, and he was older. Uh Uh-huh. So, 
I, I now obviously and, I don't know. And left mystery bottles in the bar. There was mystery hooch. Damn. Old mystery hooch. Damn. We always too. We we would like my friends. And I would hang out in the basement. Yeah. And we always were like curious. Oh, one day we always talked about opening it up, but. I don't know. We never got the guts to do it, mm. or thought we'd get in too much trouble. Yeah, for I mean, that's probably that. Someone else's booze. Yeah, but I look back now. I'm like, I wish I would have grabbed some of that old hooch. <laughs> I wish, man. It was something to try. I wish. I would. I would try this. I would be interested to try oh, this. Oh yeah. Seen, like, I've seen the bottle now. Uh, you know, cleaned up, and it looks uh, actually looks pretty good. Uh, it's got the wax top still intact on it. I'd be very interested. I'm not a rum guy, but I would love to, like I would love to see like the coloration of you know a shot of dark rum from. 1780 versus what it looks like today. Yeah. Try them side by side, something like that. What would the tasting experience cost you for <laughs> a bottle of it's 1780? It's it doesn't do anything to like. It's not gonna make you drunk. Is it I know. I mean, it's it's down in the basement. Like it's been away from light, so it hasn't had you know sun or anything on it. It looks like it's fairly unaffected by time, other than the you know dust and general crustiness of being in a Leeds basement for a better part of 200 years. Quite the booty. Mm, some booty. Silver and Brown Show. Before we go any further, uh, you had a note that was just sent yeah, over you wanted to quickly so, touch on. Just something from our friends at 610 that had this up. And you and I talk about Christmas decorations and the deadline to take them down. Yeah. And uh, I had a, I had Walt out for a pee. I had him out front on his leash last night. And I noticed a couple of people on my street had like Christmas trees yeah, out on yeah. the curb. And I was kind of wondering why. Uh, Niagara Region Waste Crews picking up Christmas trees on your regular collection day this week. Oh, so okay. if for some reason... Your real tree is still hanging around in your living room, and you're looking at it going, I really got to do something about this. <laughs> this week is your week to do something about this. They're collecting trees uh, this whole week, January 9 to 13, so on your regular collection day, remove all your decorations, get your tree to the curb by 7 a.m. on your collection day, and they will scoop your tree. Right. There you go. We were talking about- uh, And chucking it down a ravine. 240. Not yeah, supposed to do that. Not supposed to. Uh <laughs> We were talking about 240-year-old rum. Yes, we were. Uh, I was talking about my parents and the house I, I grew up in having some kind of old yes. whiskey. That Historical I, mystery hooch. I, I wish now I would have drank. I actually have a side job that I want to tell you about. I think you and I. A hustle? I think we could be perfect for this job. Really? It, we're not going to quit this job. This is a side hustle. This is the main gig. But And I actually think... I think there's many Hits Nation members yeah. who would love to be involved in there's this. No, uh, no, no crossover here. It's, it's good. We're free to go and pursue this. I'll give you details in a few minutes. Okay. Hey, this is Chad from Nickelback, and you're listening to 97.7 Hits FM. Hell yeah. I'm through standing in line. Silver and Brown, 97.7 Hits FM. All right, uh, Carl, I think this pertains to you, and honestly, all of Hits Nation. I have found a side gig that... I think all of us freaks could be really good at. Okay. What do you got? Now, mm-hmm. there is one um, caveat here that could make things a little harder, is that we will have to go to Missouri. Oh. Yeah. Okay. We'll have to go to Missouri. Well, can it be like a thing where we go down and like work for a week and come yeah. back and earn some? and then Sure. All Let's right. do that. So we'll just use our vacation weeks to beautiful Missouri. That's what we'll do. It is the show me state. <laughs> As... Uh, Police in Missouri are looking for professional drinkers. Okay. I got to tell you, I think you and I could be perfect for this job. 
Is this one of those things where they're looking for someone to test their like DUI or in- uh, equipment? Exactly. Yeah. This is and to test their officers. Oh. They want a fleet of people to come in, and they're all going to get different amounts of hammered. All of various tolerances. Yep, so that the uh, training officers mm-hmm. can do sobriety tests yeah. on these people to see and to practice and to learn the differences of how alcohol affects different people. Different people, okay. So, hear me out. We go to Missouri for a week. <laughs> you and I get hammered. Each day. Get paid to do so. <laughs> And then we come back. I like it. Come there, on. There has to be some, uh, there, I mean, this this training has to exist locally. Yeah. We, we, can, we have to be able to, to do this without going to has Missouri, to. right? This is what, that was yeah. going to be my next follow-up. Niagara Regional Police, uh, Hamilton, mm. Toronto, wherever. Let's set this up. Yeah. Bring us in for your new trainees. Actually, we'll be, I got a buddy who- uh, be, We'll be part of the field. Might, maybe I'd be able yeah. to talk to. And uh, you and I- we each, they buy the drinks, obviously. Yeah, clearly. We're not yeah. bringing our own stash no, for this. No, and, uh And you can do your tests on us with your newbies. <laughs> Come on. Get some of that 1780 rum. Huh? <laughs> right? Yeah. Huh? Let's see. This is what I'm saying. This has got to be one of the better side hustle, kind of make a little extra cash jobs that I've heard. You know the tough thing is, though? What? Like, say they bring you in and the hours that they require you for are from, like, you know, 10 to 1. Yeah. If you don't, uh, you know, hit the gas when you get home... You ever have a hangover at like 4 p.m.? Oh, oh it yeah. It is brutal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, but, mi- the midday, like, I had a liquid lunch, got after it a bit, and then hit the brakes, and then you're like, oh, my God, what have I done to myself? But at least if you're getting paid, yeah, that's going to help. Uh, yeah, yeah. The paycheck goes down smoother with the Tylenol. Also, the idea of, like, let's say we're putting in an eight-hour shift, right? It's it's <laughs> eight to early. four, yeah. right, of us, they you know, te- drinking. Test us once every hour. Yeah, we're yeah. drinking. Uh, we get off. We then go have dinner. Then we obviously go back to the hotel and keep going. Yeah. We bring the N64 yes. to the Missouri Hotel. Oh, my God. Do we have so many games now? And we play N64 late into the night, sleep in, miss our second shift. Mm-hmm. Get fired. Get fired. <laughs> Come home with our tail between our legs and 50 bucks to our name. Sounds like a pretty good vacation, well, I love it? it. 97.7 Hits FM. Soper and Brown Show 97.7 Hits FM. You know, we always joke about how Hits Nation has a story for everything. Mm-hmm. few people have chimed in the text box. They've been a part of these programs. I actually know a couple of radio people who have done some similar sit-downs where yeah. they sit down and go, okay, they have, you know, a drink, two drinks, and then they get the breathalyzer and realize, oh, that puts me past the limit. Where you, It, it was more of like a self-education thing versus a training exercise, which yeah. is what we're discussing. I did that. Yeah. My very first radio job, yeah. we had the police come in, and I had drinks on air, and sure. they breathalyzed me after every drink. To sh- it was, yeah, it was exactly Show like that. Show you the progression of where you sit. Yeah. I thought, uh, well, that's an interesting like uh, thing, and this is a cool community thing. Yeah. My boss, who was not a nice person, uh-huh. wrote me up for drinking on the job. Come on. I'm not even kidding. I get written up. For ha- like it was, it's like a, it's basically a PSA is what I you're know. doing is saying yeah. that you may think you're okay to drive, but are you okay to get pulled over? Yeah. And this is where you sit. My boss is like, uh, like a, just a real a hole. It's something that you uh, set up. Power with, stru- yeah. yeah, wrote me up. <laughs> I get written up. This the same guys that fired you while your wife was pregnant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Radio folks. Oh, it's tough. Oh, it's a romantic business. 
All right, we are going to take a break. Uh, we are, oh, it's incredible. We're going to uh, we're going to get to a machine. You know, yesterday's machine. Is that guy still in the business? He is. Can we go back and egg his house? <laughs> or like, I don't know. You like send him something mean? Look what you did. Yeah. Um, yesterday's machine very horny. It was very yeah, horny. Uh-huh. Today's machine less more. Also kind of horny. Okay. It's coming up. Matt Silver, Carl Brown. You call the machine anytime. And the machine brought to you by Tootsie's Tune-Up Hair and Maintenance, your quality hair and body shop, a haircut, a straight shave, some wax, and even a cold beer. It's all available at 153 Scott Street in St. Catharines. Give them a call, 905-934-4899, or visit them. Book an appointment at tootsies.ca. Let's start uh, start with a clip it, actually. Clip it, Joey, 441, 442. All right, all right. Okay. Uh, I think it's a solid one. A lot of singles. We'll suck it back. <laughs> oh. Sorry. A lot of singles and suck it back? A lot of these? singles. We'll suck it back. <laughs> <laughs> that boy, Joe. Get after he, it. He was talking about beer. Uh-huh. But, uh, well. A lot of singles. We'll suck it back. Yeah. You can put whatever you want into that the one. The Ghostbusters theme in the background also helps. <laughs> Ghostbusters theme. Uh-huh. Great stripper song or terrible stripper song? Well, I think it's I think it's probably seasonal. Yeah. But I think it's great. Yeah. 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 It's a little see you almost have to you almost have to be a little costumed, I think. Yeah. Like you can't just hit that can't be the second song in your set when you're already <laughs> You know. does, okay, in a three-song set, does uh-huh. it kick it off? It has to kick it off, and you yeah. have to come out somehow costumed, maybe in a giant inflatable stay-puff outfit that you work your way out of. That's I don't want to. If I'm going to watch a dance, I don't think I want to see that. Well, it starts as that, but then you work out of it. I don't. I, I, oh, it's a bold him, move. You'd rather see him dressed as Pete Venkman? <laughs> I, I, you, Slimer? You can, I'm sure you can sexify something. You can. It's, a, it's, a, it's the mystery of the thing, right? Big inflatable stay puff thing. What could possibly be in there? And they slowly work out. Oh, it's a sexy woman. If we go to the Rippers, <laughs> yes. okay, and around, on stage. around Halloween, I'm seeing seasonal, <laughs> like from mid October to Halloween. You got about a two week period to work this in. I don't think the crowd likes it. I think they're super into it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we need this to happen now. <laughs> We need this app now, obviously. A little partner with the downer for uh, something around Halloween next year. I like year. it. Ghostbuster. Hear us out, the ladies. <laughs> Giant inflatable costume. Somebody has to be dressed as Rick Moranis or I'm not coming. Is that a double meaning? <laughs> you can take that for however you want it. Uh, you're a massive Metallica fan. Yeah. Somebody wanted to have a Metallica debate, so Please. you're the guy to have it Let's with. hear it. What's going on, boys? Just got a controversial opinion I think needs to be talked about, and that is that Load and Reload are two of the most underrated albums of all time. I think if they didn't follow the Black album, which was such a success, they would have been way bigger. I also think that if Load and Reload were the debut album of a brand-new band in the 90s, they would have been massive just based on those two albums. Mm-hmm. And again, it's because of the Black Album that those two albums are not talked about enough. Is that a... Let me... It, it's probably a bit of a controversial take. Let me say this. I think Load and Reload, as uh, those are Metallica's follow-up albums in 96 and 97 from the Black Album, which came out in, like, 91. Like, there's a, there's a big 
gulf in between there. They hit that album hit. They toured for like four straight years, and he come back with the you know the trimmed hair, the music video. It's a bit of a different Metallica by the time they come out with those two albums. I'll say this: they've aged well. There is some great stuff on both albums. If you were to take the best three songs off Load, let me say, if you took Memory Remains, Fuel, uh, and Unforgiven 2 off of Reload and took the worst three songs off the Load album and put those three on there and just made one great kick-ass album, I think it would be looked at very positively. Mm. Because there's three great songs on Reload and then there's a bunch of filler. But on Load, there's some bangers. Poor Twisted Me, great. Wasting My Hate is great. Ain't My Bitch is great. Until It Sleeps a Little Overplayed, but Good at the Time. Mama Said, Bleeding Me, King Nothing, House That Jack Built, Outlaw Torn, Hero of the Day. I like the Load album. There's a couple misses in there, and if those are replaced with the hits off Reload, I think that's one of your best uh, offerings for sure. So let me say that. Right. Uh, speaking of music, interesting point brought up. Question for Hits Nation. Am I the only one that finds it weird now that whenever I listen to, like, when I listen to Apple Music and I have uh, Twist My Arm, Three Pistols, um, Freebird, you know, not trigger the Nirvana Ghost, it just feels empty without it now. As annoying as it is, it just doesn't, it feels wrong now. Am I the only one that feels this way? We have had that discussion on air of, you know, because you and I do want, this fixed yeah we're would, trying we're doing would, everything we, we, we can we have been efforting to have the nirvana ghost fixed uh through every possible department you and i have tried and been met with either you know resistance or passiveness i would say for the yeah, most part yeah, yeah. um but i do wonder would people start to miss it yeah. those who are very attuned may but i think for the general public it yeah. would probably be a good thing yes yeah but i do the first few when it doesn't happen you might go I don't know how to feel. I want it gone. Oh, yeah. Personally. I would what? like it eliminated. I, wanna, I just don't. I would know. like to be the one to solve it. I would like to be the show that eliminates it. I don't know why it hasn't happened yet. I have a general idea. We are going to finish with a text to landline. Yesterday, we got a call about uh, sexiness. Well, about our names being moanable. Works better for you than me. Strap in. Matt, I'll be straight up with you. I want you to make an honest woman of me. I'll be the horse. You be the old spice guy. Marry me at midnight. Why does that have to be at midnight? First of all, (laughs) why are we marrying at midnight? You have to be the old spice guy? uh, I'm on a horse. Isn't isn't he part of the horse? No, no, he's Mm. on the horse. Remember the whole commercial? like, I'm on the horse. Oh, right. Right? And there's another one I think where he's like kind of part of a centaur, though. Is he? I think so. I thought he just rides the... Oh, maybe, there, little, yeah. maybe there is one where he's also a centaur. He's a bit of both. Do I have to be the centaur? You're the front part of the horse, they're the back end, or reverse? No, I think they want me to be the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think we're me- meshing into one part. Like, mm-hmm. I think... Hmm? I, how do I... Are you willing to marry text a landline woman? Will you buy her a Tesla? Te- <laughs> you know what? Yeah. <laughs> More At least a Camry. More expensive than just the car. At least a Camry. Uh, the uh, offer pending. Let me uh, let me think about that offer. 905-688 or 682-9797. Call the machine anytime. 97.7. The Soper and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM. All right, Carl. I know that um, I've received some Instagram messages on this. We yes. keep getting some text messages as Hits Nation members are... 
curious about the Soper and Brown Cars for Kids Challenge. <laughs> On the back end, of course, the Soper and Brown underwear That's campaign, right. uh, which was uh, taking place over November and December. And um, yeah, so the, I always say the interesting thing with this, the uh, the site that we use, Art of Wear, the time it takes for the reporting of the units that we sold is always about two weeks, sometimes three weeks behind the actual yeah. ordering, especially as we have over the holidays. So I try and um, wait a few weeks before I give out, you know, a full and accurate number, probably probably right through this month. Because yeah. I know there's, like, I've got a number in front of me, but there's one very significant sale that I'm waiting to see pop up on there, uh-huh. along with a few other stragglers. Yeah, so it, we're, I think it's going to be hard, basically here's what I'm thinking. It's going to be a while before we get a firm, firm number yeah. of underwear that are sold. In and, terms of units sold, yeah. yes. And yeah, it might be it might be another week. Could be two. It could be a month. It, it's we're using a different site. Lots of money was raised um, for, for Wellspring uh, Niagara. Wellspring Niagara, which is awesome. And huge thanks to everyone who did uh, grab the undies. We said for every unit sold, we would sit in a car mm-hmm. and listen to the Cars for Kids jingle, yes. uh, which goes for about thirty seconds. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I was way off in my initial <laughs> math. That was a bad idea. Yes. So here's what I'm thinking because we can't sit like. Us sitting in a car for eight hours is just going to be boring after a while. And I don't think we have the data for that. Uh, also, there's also that. <laughs> so I know that as of like, and there's still kind of things trickling in yeah. here and there. I know the last we looked, we were over 400 and mm-hmm. we're going to end up getting some more yeah. here and there. So what if we just lock in at a time? And, and why don't we just do this? Like, what if we yeah. were to lock in at three hours? Yeah, would Hits Nation be cool with that if matt and i agree to say while we're waiting for this to tabulate we'll give you three hours of matt and i in a car in the hits vehicle in the parking lot outside the building here live streamed across our social feeds three full hours of the cars for kids challenge we listen to nothing but we have no access to social media or games to occupy ourselves we get you know one pee break in the three hours we'll call it yep right yep was, would, and, would three hours be punishment enough to be acceptable? And we do it next week. That's yeah. kind of what I'm thinking. Because yeah. if we have to wait for the full, like this thing might not get paid off till February. Well, and we want to, we want to give you guys the the payoff here yeah. before we uh, before we get too far away from the campaign, as people are asking for some updated numbers, and we want to give it to you. So I think as long as Hits Nation's in, what if we do that? What if we lock in three hours mm-hmm. of cars for kids next week? Three hours mm-hmm. live streamed. Matt and I in there. With nothing but Ugh. the cars for kids thing playing. Oh man! Three hours is how many? How many spins of that? Is it two per minute? Like a hundred and eighty. Yeah. It's like a hundred and eighty cars for kids. Is that what it is? A hundred and eighty spins. How long <laughs> can you last before, like, you- before like the grump sets in? Yeah. Before I become like like a pain in the ass and less entertaining to deal with on this live stream 20 minutes three hours three hours of that who's gonna tune into that three hours of that what's it really think about that three hours 
Is that harder than the Cotton Eye Joe challenge? Because Cotton Eye Joe song, and I'm not saying that's easy, <laughs> but that was like over, that song's over three minutes. I'll say. So it's three minutes of like, at least it's a little different and varying. This is 30 seconds of like, boom, 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 Over boom. and over and over again. Also, they were competing for money. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you and I are, I mean, we have salaries, but this will not be for like, we don't. You and I are. This is a this is a payout. There's no benefit to this other than it ends and we get to go home. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that is. Yeah. So uh, I think that's what we're gonna. Well, we'll take a look. <laughs> so at the said, again, your math's wrong. It's like 360 spins. Ah, uh, sure, sure. There we go. Whatever yeah. it is, man. <laughs> Three hours. Two spins so, a minute. So uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If, yeah. So uh, it's 120 spins. If we can get everything. Yeah. yeah. If we can get everything uh, worked out, I think we're gonna do it. I think we're going to do it next week to uh, three hours. Yeah. What says Hits Nation? Is that enough punishment for you? Would you like to come by and whip us with some kind of uh, extension like cord? Cat of nine tails or an extension oh, cord during it? Ni- cat of nine tails. I don't know. That was great. <laughs> These people have a taste for blood. <laughs> Obviously. The Silver and Brown Show. Silver Brown Show. All right. Looks like uh, we've agreed to um, conditions with Hits yeah. Nation. Three hours seems to be suitable for most of Hits Nation. Rather than waiting. The other way, we have to wait till February. It's like, let's move forward here. 360 you know? spins. Yeah. yeah. 360 spins of the Cars for Kids jingle. One, eight, seven, seven, Cars for Kids. You should see Carl's face right now. Cars for Kids. You know what's worse? The worst part about this is that every time I bring it up, my wife tells me how stupid I am. Really? You know, it's one of those things where it's like, I'm already not looking forward to it, but we got to do something to pay this off and make it worth everybody's time, right? Yeah. And it's like one of those things where I already dislike the concept, and then every time I bring it up, I'm told how dumb I am for agreeing to it. And it's just like, this is hurtful, and I don't (laughs) like it. And I just want to state for the record that I'm irked about it. Every time, every time I bring it up, she goes, yeah, you shouldn't agree to do stupid things at work. I'm like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Look, everyone should be thinking of me here. I have to spend three hours with Carl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're shoot, We're going to shoot for next Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. Next Wednesday. Good. That's the idea. Yeah. Get it over and done with, Carl. And it'll only affect you for the next three weeks afterwards. Mm. Jane's Addiction, 97.7 Hits FM on the Soper and Brown Show. Uh, Carl, over the weekend, I saw something that reminded me of you. And you, um, I always always call you Wrestling Rain Man. Yeah. Uh, You have a vast knowledge when it comes to wrestling. Mm -hmm. Just the most random facts. You know, we always talk about how I can give you a year and a month and you can tell me the WWE pay-per-view that happened <laughs> sure, yeah. and uh, what the main event was. Right. Like, uh, what, okay, well, let's say I said 1995. Sure. Uh, and then I gave you July. July of 95. So we're in between King of the Ring 95 and, and SummerSlam. Somewhere in the middle. So I know, I know that... That's an in-your-house pay-per-view. I know it's from Nashville. I know Shawn Michael. <laughs> I know Shawn Michaels and Jeff Jarrett are, are on the uh, for the IC title is on there, and I know Diesel is world champion. Uh, what is the main event though? 
He's feuding with Psycho Sid, but it might have been a tag team thing. Why do I feel like it was a tag team thing? Hmm. No, I'm going to say Sid. I'm going to say Diesel and Sid was the main event. You got everything correct. <laughs> <laughs> right, like, it's, it was in Nashville. It is Diesel and Sid. I'm watching it happen. As I'm yeah. re- that's incredible. I think the the pay-per-view prior was Diesel and uh, and Bam Bam Bigelow against Tatanka wow. and Sid in a tag match. And I was trying to determine which of those it was. It's, yeah. it's just crazy. Yeah. Like, you just have these this vast knowledge. It was the second in your house. Can you remember the WWF World Tag Team Championship match that was on that card? I know Owen Hart and Yokozuna would have had the belts. That's correct. Were the, <laughs> were the challengers Lex Luger and the British Bulldog? Yes! <laughs> I want to go to a, a wrestling event and, play and this set up a booth outside, yeah. and be like, charge five, it's like Ask five bucks <laughs> if he gets it right. You get It's free if he doesn't, yeah, yeah, and yeah. we just take home the money. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. So you have this wide knowledge. So I'm watching this video on the weekend, and it was a hockey fan, mm-hmm. and they were playing him the goal horns mm. from every hockey team. All just 32. Just a quick, like, yeah. and he would just be like, Colorado Avalanche. Ding, ding. Really? Calgary Flames. Ding, ding. And he knew every goal horn. All 32. Just by the sound. That's impressive. And it made me think of you <laughs> and just how you two, well, you may have something wrong with you. I don't know. You may have something, <laughs> something wrong, wrong in your brain. Right. There, look, there's some certain <laughs> pathways in there that ain't right. I know. told you something 30 minutes ago. You probably don't remember it. Nope. Very Yet, likely. 1995, June, mm-hmm. every little piece of that pay-per-view sticks in your brain. <laughs> it's not right. It was the, de- the debut of With My Baby Tonight, Jeff Jarrett's hit single. <laughs> how could you not? What? How could you not remember that? What are you talking about? I'll get you the audio. <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> Am I okay? No, I think I'm okay with that. Oh, way. no, you got to hear it. It's oh. really good. Oh, I got to hear it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, here's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Okay? You're very good when it comes to guessing the months and the, mm-hmm. the, the pay-per-views. How are you with wrestling theme songs? Depends on the era, but I think I'm pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. If I went, I'm going to need a second. Like I, maybe I'll play a song. We'll get through. We'll get through weather and on the other side of it. If I grabbed a bunch of mm-hmm. wrestling theme songs and okay. I played you like 0.5 to one second of them, you're basically if we're, if we're going to play Noise in the Attic, yeah. with Carl versus wrestling yeah. themes, yeah. I think I'd do okay. Yeah, I'm going to get a couple of these. Yeah, you're going to get a B. You're going to get an A minus. You're going to get an A plus. <laughs> what are you going to? How many do? are going to give me? Like seven? I've ten. Th- I think I'm going to try and find 10. You find 10? Yeah. I think I can do 5 out of 10. 5 out of 10. Maybe more. passing grade. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah? I think I passed the exam. Yeah? Depends how tiny the snippet is. Yeah, I guess. That's what you give me. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I guess the the one thing with the goal horn guy is he has has 32 to choose from. Yeah. Right? Right. This is a vast- You've got the whole universe to- Yeah. Okay. So give me a second. Let me gather him up. Mm -hmm. I need you to leave the room. Maybe go- uh, I'll go have a- Go check out that Instagram, at the Alice Irving. (laughs) And we'll come back with this about 10 minutes. So am I still waiting. Soper and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM. Uh, Again, a few minutes ago, I was mentioning that over the weekend, I saw a guy who could identify every single NHL goal horn just by listening to it. Just a a snippet of it, he would hear it, and he knew. It's Colorado Avalanche, and it's the Pittsburgh Penguins. That's incredible. It's a really hard. There's not that many different tones. There's certain ones you recognize. I always recognize Ottawa's because I hate it. 
Oh yeah, we the, talked about the, last like, week. The train horn or whatever they to have get there. under your skin. It's great. Uh, yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. It's so loud. It's so irritating. Yeah. As a visiting team, like that's what you want. Yeah, right? like as a Canucks fan who watches them go in there and you know get scored on. It's just the second I hear it, I'm like, God, I wish you'd shut yeah, up. It's perfect. You have nothing to celebrate. You're Ottawa, <laughs> and then it bugs me. Yeah, it's perfect. Just like right now. So, I think I want to test you because you're a huge wrestling fan. Yeah. I want to test you and see how will you do if I give you snippets of wrestling theme songs. This is basically uh, basically playing Noise in the Attic yeah. with me versus you wrestling themes. Like, okay. for example, this is the most famous one you would get right away. Yeah, you hear the glass, you know it's Stone Cold. Yeah, that's all I played for you. Yeah. You would know that's Stone Cold. Yeah, sure. Okay. Much like if I played you just a snippet of this. Let me hear. It's Bret. Bret Hart. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. So, I went through, and I found a bunch okay. of random ones, okay? Right. I'm going to give you a little piece. And I'll try and name it. And if you need okay. a little bit more, you let me know. All right. But we'll we'll start by giving you, like, less than a se- or, like, half a second. Okay. Okay? All right. Let me like, try. And again, for example, I think this is going to be a pretty easy one for you, but I give you this. It's Big Foley. Oh, you know what? I didn't realize maybe there would be more. I think you're going to be mad at yourself. Oh, is that right? Oh! Because the tire screech at the start sounds like the Mick Foley car crash that it, comes in. I didn't realize he had one. Yeah. Interesting. If you for... I swear to you, the tire screech at the start of that is the same as the start of the Mick Foley car crash. It wouldn't have popped that quick for me otherwise. But, but this is obviously Razor Ramon. It's Razor Ramon. It's the oh, bad guy. Oh, okay. Maybe this is going to be a little tougher than well, first thought. this would have both been done by Jim Johnson in WWE production at the time. Yeah. So there might be, but let's... let's I got to give you an X for that, though. Yeah. No, that's I, a loss. I yeah. got to give you an that's, X for down that. down one. Okay. I want to... After, I want to compare the tire screeches. Oh, yeah, that's fair. That's after. That's fair. Okay, next. It's the Hulkster. Yeah. Yeah, Hulk. Yeah, it's the Hulkster. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well done. You got that one. I knew you would get that. One. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I knew we'd get that one. Let me get a little piece of this because it's a great theme. When it comes crashing down and it hurts inside. So good. Classic. Still goosebumps. It's, it's classic. Yeah. Okay, okay. One for one. Or one in one. Next. HBK. Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Is I think I'm key. I know I'm sexy. Okay. Yeah, two and one. Two and one. Two and one is good. Uh, let's go with this one next. It's NWO. Uh, yes, it is. All right, look. Sweet. You're back. Okay. Back on me. Yep. Tough start, but you're back. <laughs> How about this? I'm going to give you a very quick piece of this one, okay? Okay, go ahead. Uh, it's uh, Mr. McMahon's No Chance in Hell. No chance. That's what you got. There you go. He's back. He's yeah. back. Yeah. He's he, back. And he's back. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. What a story that is. Here. That is Triple H. It's time to play the game, right? Time to play the game. Yeah. What's my record right now? Like six and one? Five wins, one loss. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
Now, I'm curious if this is a tougher one for you. All right, go ahead. Uh, That is The Ultimate Warrior. I didn't know, because that's an older one. Sure. I didn't know if that one would be. No, they're good. Okay. We're getting in. Okay, another another tougher one, I think. That is Cactus Jack. There you look. He, okay, all right. Well done, well done. Yep. Next. Oh. I have an idea, but I think you I'd like a, a little, little more, more of that. Yeah. I mean, okay, I'll give you a little more. I have an idea. More. Okay. Oh, that's not familiar at all. Oh. Oh, you might have me with this one. Okay. Can I have a little more yeah, of yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is not coming through. I was going to say too cool, like Rikishi and too cool. Is it right? You yeah. got it! That's exactly what it is. Wrestler by the name of Rikishi. That's right. Yeah. Uh, okay. Your eight wins, one, one loss. L. Okay. Uh, I do have a few more for you. All right, a let's few go. More. Okay. That sounds, I think, like William Regal. Well done. <laughs> That's a tougher one. Yeah. That's tougher. Yeah. Okay. Two two more that I kind of identified as. I think these might be harder. All right. Rob Van Dam. Oh my God, he got it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is a good one. Okay. One more. He was one of my favorites. I loved RVD. Yeah. Okay, last one. Oh, can I hear a second more of that? Yeah, yeah. Is that the Beverly Brothers? Low key, one of my favorites. Turn this one up. It's a celebration song. <laughs> also sounds like it's used in like some Rug, Rugrats. It doesn't sound like it's used in some like Skinamax, like cheap late like <laughs> one a.m. showcase Red Shoe Diaries. Well, uh, okay. I'll tell you. That what puts do we go? You, eleven and one. That puts you at eleven wins, one loss, and you did go eleven in a row. Yeah. And After I do, your first one. And we will now be comparing the tire screeches in Mick Foley's theme and the Razor Ramon theme because you may have woken me up to something. I believe they're the same screech. Really? Well, I wouldn't have got it that wrong. I yeah. wouldn't have jumped that quickly unless I thought. Yeah. Yeah. I was. He kind of scared me, actually, for the bit. Like, yeah. when you got the first one, I went, oh, Uh-oh. no. Uh-oh. He's not in it today. But... Okay. You turned it around. Well done. 11 and 1. Well done. The best new It's Godsmack 97.7 Hits FM. Soper and Brown Show. Uh, Carl did incredible in the wrestling. 11 and uh, 1. Uh, yeah, the yeah. wrestling uh, theme songs. Uh, a few of them you needed a little bit extra. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit here and there. The too but, cool one was a little bit interesting. I and mean, uh, the Beverly Brothers, I, I was like... I think that's what it is, but would he have pulled the Beverly Brothers out of there? I was trying to find the most random one oh, it's real good. I could find. With the two cool one, Rikishi, is that the guess you had? Mm-hmm. If, yes, you it, had? Was, it was the initial guess that I had right away. Even I just if, wanted to hear a little more. Even if we give you half points on those ones, sure, I think it's still incredibly impressive, especially when, out the gate, you get the first one wrong. You get the first one wrong. So you played me a little clip of what was, it turned out, Razor Ramon's yeah, I played theme. you this. 
Yeah. That's all I played you. So what I thought that was, I thought you played me the opening tire squeal of Mick Foley's theme before it hits the car crash. This one. Yes. Yeah. Now, to, I think it's the I think it's the same tire sound so again, effect they used. Here's Mick Foley. And then Razor Ramon. Right? It's the same. It might be. I think it's the same tire screech. That's why it, it perked right away in my brain. Oh, that's Mick Foley. But, of course, the Razor bit goes on. Yeah. The tire screech, not as famous as maybe the cool guy. This bit, right? Yeah. Play me a snippet of that. I probably no, got I, there. I thought it was, I I was like, that's too easy. Maybe too easy. Was my me. thought. But I also thought the car screech yeah. or tire screech. Either way. You did incredible. We'll call it 11 and 1. You're a freak. And I learned something today. Hey, you're welcome. (laughs) Look, I love teaching you about wrestling. It's one of my favorite things to do, Carl. And we learned something. Carl versus the world. That's coming out. We're going to do it in about 10 minutes. Sit tight. Southern Ontario's Best Rock and the Silver and Brown Show on 97.7 Hits FM. Now. Now. It's time. It's time for Carl versus the world. On 97.7 Hits FM. All right, Brown. I feel like I kind of used a ton of the brain power there. Yeah. Yeah. Carl's I mean, drooling just trying to listen to guesses. <laughs> I don't have any brain space left. I got nothing. Uh, do you want to get out of the room? Yeah. Get out of here. Get, scat, skedaddle. You're not going to make fun of me, are you? Get. No. Carl, that shade of green looks awful on you. All right. He for sure would have grumbled. I'd have heard him. It doesn't look bad on him. I feel but See, now I feel bad. Anyways. Uh, password. I'm going to give you a secret word. You have to make Carl say it within 10 seconds. I'll give you three penalty words. If you say any of those words, I hang up on you immediately. Don't say it starts with a certain letter. Don't like do a weird rhyming thing. Again, we just ask you to challenge yourself a little bit, all right? Today's word is like simple, but I wonder if he's going to try to think bigger. We're going to try to trick him here today. Today's word is turbo. 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 Can't say boost. Can't say fast. Can't say speed. How are you going to get him there? 905-688-9797. Alright, phone lines are open. Carl! Hey. Look at you with suspicious eyes. <laughs> Look, I'm, gonna be, I'm not going to lie to you. I made a joke, and I immediately felt bad about oh, it. Oh, man. All right? No, I felt bad. What'd you say? I felt bad. <laughs> All right? I shouldn't have said it. Um, Is it about the wrestling thing? <laughs> no. I said I said that shade of green looks terrible on you. Oh, I knew it. It doesn't. Though. I knew it, it was actually, a reach. I, I knew it was a reach. <laughs> It actually does do something though. different. It's a good shirt. You're like you're actually you're wearing a me shirt. Nothing on the front. Old Navy. Oh yeah, yeah baby. Old Navy, That's my thing. Ten dollars. Yeah, no. You're wearing a logo today. Look I at you. Know, right? Yeah, we switched spots. Mm. Uh, that's why I taught you something about wrestling today. That's right. Actually, that's yeah, what we, it are, was. we are switching roles. Yeah. Uh, okay, ten seconds on the clock. Phone lines are open. Are you ready to go, Carl? Yes, let's go. Okay, and again, we're going live here, so please act appropriately. Keep that radio down. Here we go. Line number one. Hello, it's Hits. Who's oh? Oh, radio's oh, up. Just like that. On to the next one. Hold on. Uh, hello, it's Hits. Who's this? Oh, are you there? Yeah. All right, go. Supercharger. Um. Engine. Speed. No. 
Uh, you want to you wanna go quick? Oh. Hello, it's Hits. Who's this? Hey, it's Ryan. Ryan, go. All right, it's a kid's movie about a snail that races in NASCAR. Oh, that's not going to happen. <laughs> that's not a Carl Clue, man. Oh, snail man. that races in NASCAR? <laughs> Sorry, that's, I was like, that's not a Carl Clue as soon as he said it. I mean, good try. But... Hello, it's Hits. Who's this? Ryan. Ryan, go. Uh, to make a car go, uh, you flip and switch. Uh, boost. Uh, NOS. Nitrous? Is the answer yep, nitrous? On that track. Oh, sorry. That's 10 seconds. Oh, hello, Tits. Who's this? It's Patrick. Go. It's like a supercharger in an engine. Buddy, I've already said nitrous, boost, power, speed. What am I missing? Starts with a T. Oh, get out of here. What was that? Hello, Tits. Who's this? Brandon, how are you? Brandon, go, man. Uh, it pushes air into a... Uh, well, the last guy ruined it for everyone by saying yeah. starts with the T's. The answer's turbo. Yes, it is turbo, yes. Brandon, you're going to uh, you're gonna get the win because of uh, the other guy. But either way, you know what? That doesn't really matter. Uh, we're still going to give you the prize, so congratulations, buddy. Beauty. Sometimes it's just lucky to be the right caller, you know? I'll take it. Um, $100 worth of vouchers. For the Lotto 649 draw coming your way. Congratulations, buddy. Stay on the line and we'll uh, we'll get your information, okay? Thanks, guys. Cheers, man. The Sober and Brown Show. Lincoln Park, 97.7 Hits FM. Sober and Brown Show. A couple of things. Uh, I am laughing at the text box because mm-hmm. Hits Nation is incredibly angry They're at that hot. guy <laughs> who said it starts with letter T. That's Look, one of the things you say. Don't say it yes, starts with rhymes, yeah, yada, yada. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it just takes away from the game. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's already a silly game. It's a ridiculous game. It's hard to keep track of which words people are saying and what they aren't saying. Mm-hmm. We're taking live calls. You don't really know what's ever going to happen. Yeah. Just challenge yourself a little I bit. I think so. Come on. A couple great texts in the inbox. Come here. on. One person said, uh, I would have gone Arnold Schwarzenegger, jingle all the way, blank man. Oh, nice. What have got there. Also, the cookie down. two separate texts that I would have tried to get Carl to say it with Blank Lover by Judas Priest. Oh, that would have been a good one. I, I think, think I would have got there. I didn't I would have got there. Uh, you, By the way, they couldn't say boost, fast, or speed. Right. Yeah. Which is what I was saying over and over again. Yes. <laughs> it is, yeah. <laughs> That's but, an, it's an interesting word. It's, it's, it's a short word, and it almost seems easy. Yeah. But like and the guy who's like, oh, it's like the air intake into the carburetor that gives you Carl, a- Carl, not a car guy. Buddy. Not a car guy. Buddy. I'm only <laughs> lifting the hood for appearances. My uh, my thinking, yeah, it's for when he takes his picture for the calendar. Yeah, that's right. Um, my thinking was you might like think it's going to be like bigger, yeah. kind of more complicated word. Yeah. And maybe, but I, the Judas Priest one would have been good. What about uh, if somebody said you're a part of the blank team, or you're not a part of the blank team? <laughs> are you talking? Are you talking? I think you should leave. I am talking. The turbo I team. Yes, yeah. I would have got there. What if they were talking about joke toilets? <laughs> Only for farts. Yeah, I would have got there. Yeah, I had to go lay down upstairs, look at my art books. Fifteen percent of people would understand that. Maybe less. <laughs> the Silver and Brown Show. Trevor said the guy who uh, said word starts with letter T yeah. during um, password. Said that guy's not a part of the turbo team. He's not part. All right. He has to walk That's slowly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he get, and he has to use a joke toilet. He does. For the rest of the month. It's only for first. The rest of January, he has to use a joke toilet. If you haven't watched, I think you should leave on Netflix. Oh, it's Seasons so one and two. It's so stupid. It may not even hit you on first watch. It's it so It may ridiculous. take you two. It's ridiculous. Well, please do. It's so silly. It's so good. And But it's incredible. It'll break your brain. Yeah. 
Leave them like ours. Uh, we are going to get to rapid fire questions mm-hmm. in a few minutes. What are we giving away this week? Uh, we got tickets for the uh, four. Passes, right? Yeah, it's for the 420 Expo. It's coming up in April, uh, the 22nd, I believe, Niagara Falls Convention Center. Yes, pair of passes, 420 Expo, Niagara Falls Convention Center, April 22nd. Best question, 977-977. Get them in. Billy Talent here on the Soper and Brown Show, 977 Hits FM. Let's fire. Call me now. Who is this? A huge ass. Is this two people on the line? No, I don't do no party line. <laughs> 977, 977, rapid fire questions. And they're brought to you by the OMG Cleaning Services, using modern technology to leave your business or your home cleaner than you thought it could be. You can book with Anthony and his team today at omgcleaningservices.com. Anthony actually uh, texted me when we did that little contest over the uh, wrestling teams. So you got three wrong. Three wrong. You did pretty good. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Again, we're playing for a pair of passes for the 420 Expo, Niagara Convention Center, okay. on April 22nd. Here we go. Um, if you want a yogurt, are you a fruit of the bottom or stirred guy? I prefer stirred. I prefer stirred as well, but if it is on the bottom, oh. I'm mixing it myself. Yeah, so. I'll, I'll eat it, but, but... you may as well give it to me stirred. No, I, I'd prefer it stirred. Yeah. Uh, somebody asked, Carl, have you seen the wrestling movie The Peanut Butter Falcon? That's from Anthony. Yes, I have, and it was quite touching. Oh, really? Yeah, it was very good. Oh. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a delicious movie. Would recommend it. Yeah? <laughs> somebody asked, will Carl be buying his yacht at the Toronto Boat Show this year? That's from Josh. Okay, is it uh, finally time? I will not be buying it, but I will be sidling up to folks who are eyeing large boats. Oh, yeah, so I'm looking folks, for, you say. looking for boat friends, not necessarily a boat myself. That's uh, always the way. Uh-huh. Same with the pool. You want boat friends. Boat friends, pool friends. Mm-hmm. That's what you want. Yes. You don't want to pay for the maintenance costs of your own. I found that out myself. If Thanks, Flex Seal. Mm-hmm. Bricks. If your wife and mother both made the same dessert dish and they ask you to choose whose is best, who do you choose? My wife's. It's your wife. That's easy. You always choose your wife. That's easy. Always. Easy. And you don't want to know what? You're, you're, I think your mother will understand. Yes. I think your mother would be insane to mm-hmm. think otherwise. Yeah. Like, that doesn't make you love her any less. No. But she knows. You She's also your... potentially a wife. She knows. You choose your wife's cooking. Yeah. Don't be insane. Yeah. That's an easy question. That's such an easy yes. Yeah. That's why I asked it, to yeah. make sure he knows. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Your wife's. Okay. Ten times out of ten. Uh, Mike Tyson's in front of you. Mm. Here are your options. Take an uppercut. We're talking prime. Mike oh, Tyson. Oh. Or have portion of your ear bitten off. The ear. Yeah. Yeah. It's the ear. Dude, an uppercut from prime Mike Tyson is going to knock me mm-hmm. into 2045. In the uh, in the era of what we know about brain injuries, I will take the portion of my ear bitten off 100 times yeah. out of 100 because I may recover quite comfortably from that Mike Tyson uppercut, or I may not remember any wrestling themes anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Bite no. my ear off. We're going to go ahead. We are anti-brain injury on the I, Soper and Brown Show. Yeah, I wish I could try, you know, for a conversation sake, battle with you. No. no. Bite my ear. Uh, this one from Franco. When walking through two sets of doors, say you're going into a grocery store or wherever it may be, somebody holds one door for you and then again the second. Do you have to say thank you after both? You know, it's it's an interesting question. I do. Yeah, I probably do too. But I follow it up with thanks and then I go, yeah, yeah. oh, thanks again. Yeah, thanks again. Yeah, yeah. I, I usually, but. The second, the second one is with less enthusiasm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you necessarily have to, but I do. 
And I'm pretty sure most people do, like, if I'm the one holding I as sneak, well. I sneak in a much appreciated. Yeah? Yeah. Thank you. I, mm-hmm. I think I go with the thanks. Thanks mm-hmm. again. Yeah. And kind of try and to you laugh. kind of be, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Thanks yeah. again. Oh, jeez. Yeah. yeah a little. You get it quickly and very aggressively, like, let me get the next one. You got the first one, I get the second one. <laughs> yeah. Okay? You go through and then hold the second set, yeah. and they go through, and you go, oh, that's, that's wonderful. Then you have a picnic and okay. fall in love and get married. Oh. Uh, what is the best I time? I know I did that with Jim. <laughs> What's the best time of day to poop? right after the machine yeah it is that's the most amount of time <laughs> in between right breaks after the for machine. us yeah we do love that beyond that the post show the post show you know 10.05 we've okay, made but it through. weekend tell me weekend before everyone's up yeah now they quiet i've been i've maybe i've gone downstairs and put the coffee on done a little tidy in the kitchen ready to move into the day but no one else like chelsea and walt haven't come downstairs yet and i just get to go and have a quiet downstairs poop i don't have a a, a time in my head, but it's the poop just before a shower. Mm, like just when, before like all of a sudden you're like, hey, I have a shower and then, oh, and then you, you have the water poop. running and all of a sudden, oh, you know what? Quickly yeah. turn off the water, have yeah. the poop because then you come out I, there evacuated and clean. I feel so clean after. Yes. And I granted, maybe you got to deal with a bit of smell, whatever. No, no, no. I prefer to be clean. Yeah. Two here. Um, I like this one. You're forced to go on vacation. It's paid for. What is the worst destination you? What's the worst destination you can go to that's currently a tourist site? That's from Ty. Does Russia count? Shift. Well, it's not really a tourist site right now. Yeah. Uh, Mexico right now sounds extraordinarily dangerous. They've been telling uh, Canadians that are there to shelter in place in their hotels while they're settling some uh, massive cartel issues. So Mexico would not be great right this moment. Again, if you're on the resort and behind the gates, you're pretty safe. But if you're out and about trying to experience the culture. It's pretty tough. Yeah. Anywhere that's just like extremely crowded and or dangerous. It's it's your debate of what you think is a uh, a, a destination or a tourist site, right? I'm sticking with Russia. North Korea. Again, tourists. They can't have tourists there. <laughs> sticking with it. Fine. Uh, last one here. You're going to go on a space adventure. It's you and two co-pilots. One is a monkey. Oh. You have to choose another co-pilot, but it's not your oh best friend. My God. Yeah. Or a family member. So who would it be? That's from Mike and Welland. So it's you, a monkey, and someone. Not your best friend, not a family member. Hmm. See, I'm a see, I'm a prime candidate here for most people because you want to to me, if I'm going on space adventure, me, my monkey friend, and somebody else, I don't want to bring that extra person along who has kids. Like if I choose you. Yeah. And we oh, are end up in space for... Oh, is there a chance we're not coming back? Oh, I don't know, man. It's still space. Like, you know, things go awry. Yeah. Plans plans go sideways. Because my initial thought was, yeah, because I can't choose you. No. It's, um, that's a part of the rule. I can't choose Chelsea. So mm-hmm. I was trying to go with somebody who I thought would be the most entertaining. Mm-hmm. And I was going to say Jimmy Kimmel. We both have kids. Yeah. He was a former radio guy. Uh-huh. And I think him and I could laugh about the monkey thing. I'm taking Trevor from Sons of Butcher. <laughs> I'm taking our buddy Trevor. Yeah? Yeah. You go up there. We are going to take up some oxygen in that rocket. Shoulder to shoulder. Wow. You couldn't, if, you, if you're in a flight row of three, you yeah. couldn't pick a worse pair to be sapped between. Let me, let me just say, <laughs> you just talked about how you didn't want to bring anybody of importance and bam, you picked Trevor. I said nobody with a family. Oh, okay. I said nobody's got like All right. people relying you're on lucky. them. lucky. I'll give you that. Well, yeah. r- poor Renee. Yeah. Unbelievable. The other two members of SOBs, they'll be tough up. <laughs> they'll be hard up. What's the best question? Oh, boy. I forgot we were doing that. <laughs> 
<laughs> you have them in front of you. Well, that one was pretty good. What else? Yeah. What else did you like? In I'm there? happy if we choose that one. Okay, we're going space. Sober and Brown on 97.7 Hits FM. Bull Beat, Soper, and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM. Uh, do we get a name, by the way, for our- Yeah, it's Mike, Mike, Mike Butler. Mike Butler. Mike and Welland. Shout out to you, buddy. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, right, Mike and Welland. I forgot yeah. about that. Uh, one of the questions that came in during Rapid Fire Questions, it said, if you do the double door hold, do you say thank you both times? Like, going into a mall, right? Sure. It's like, yeah. open one, one, you have to walk and kind of open the other. A lot of times you go in, open the other one for the person who held yeah. it for you, and it's kind of like this Canadian exchange thing. Yes. Yeah. And really, it should just be a human exchange. If somebody yes. opens a door for you, sure. it's pretty easy to just go, thanks. Thanks. We get a text. It doesn't even have to be loud. We get a text. It could be mumbled. From somebody who said, I don't say thanks at all. I didn't ask him to do it. Oh, that's good. I got to tell you, <laughs> that has to be one of the worst like attitudes <laughs> somebody, I've ever I've ever seen. This guy, if somebody lets him in in traffic, he does not wave. Like, <laughs> right? Let's say a coworker brings you a, a a coffee from Tim's that you didn't ask for. Yeah. Do you just not say thank you? I didn't ask for this. Oh, that was up to you, man. <laughs> Somebody holds a door. It's really not that hard. Just, hey, thanks. I see that you, you you respond to his text here. You said, yeah. no courtesy for somebody doing something kind. He said, I find it annoying, and I'm generally in a bad mood when I'm in public. Don't talk to me. Don't look at me. Leave me be. That is. All right, man. Oh, I mean, there are less populated areas to yeah. <laughs> move to. <laughs> well, and being in a bad mood. I get it. All right, all right. I get it. But <laughs> it's really not that hard to just, thanks. A nod of acknowledgement. Sure. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I think that's kind of a crappy attitude, man. I think that's kind of a crappy attitude. It is. It is. But I don't know, man. I've come. To, I've almost come to expect this a little bit. Really? Yeah, when I'm out in public and that kind of thing. It doesn't happen to me often. I say no. more often than not, I get the thanks, the nod, yeah. the this, the that. When's the last time you got a wave for doing something nice for somebody in traffic? You let somebody like take a space or get know. in there out of the way. When's the last time you got a wave? I'm not sure. I, ga- I gave I gave a wave on Sunday. I give waves. I give a wave, yeah, but I, when was the last waves. time you got a wave? Man, I, I, it's hard to say. Been a bit. I don't know if I'm looking for it. It's been a bit. Yeah. It's been. That is gone. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the wave for sure. But the the thanks on the door hold. Mm. Yeah, I would love to know. This guy, if you're, you're listening right now, mm-hmm. if somebody just brings you a coffee at work, do you just say nothing? Uh-huh. Do you legitimately just <laughs> not say anything? <laughs> Is that, or is that a grander gesture than opening the door, right? But it's the same premise. They don't want to play with the rules. Nobody asked. Like, yeah, it's, you it's didn't a, ask anything. It's, it's a real Seinfeld it moment. It is, here. though. I'm done, saying, I'm done saying thank you. It's like when Jerry doesn't want to kiss that woman hello. Yeah. Jerry gives him a kiss in the cheek and tries to pull back and make a big change about it. And it's just like, it becomes a thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, that is a wild way to go about life. Hey, man. He's looking out, looking out for him. I get is he? Shoulders up. I guess. I know. Ready for a scrap at any moment? Yeah, that's right. I guess, Out right? in public, just that pissed off. Hmm? Somebody bring him a coffee. I want to know what he says. Mm. <laughs> that would be it. Ah, yeah. uh, don't worry. Jerry said thank you. Yeah. That's thank you. <laughs> he Jerry's said speech. thank you? Yeah. I believe he said thank you. <laughs> Southern Ontario's Best Rock and the Silver and Brown Show. Silver and Brown Show, it's 97.7. It's FM. All right, Brown, before we get out of here, man, what did we learn on the show today? Uh, we learned that uh, the peeing on a plane uh, issue has not subsided at all. There is a Wells Fargo executive 
who I guess got up, had an altercation, was pretty liquored up during a flight, took out his penis and peed on a 72-year-old woman. I'll say it happening once is too many times. We've heard at least four stories now. It's too many times. Too many. Too many of these. Travel right now, difficult enough without having to worry about getting peed on. The guy was 34. You know better. You got to know better. 34 and you're peeing on an elderly woman because you were arguing on a flight? Tough road back. I don't think there is a road yeah, back. Real I don't tough think, road back. I, I'm totally a people deserve second chances. I'm going to be honest. I think I'd make an exception for him. I think I'd make him travel by train going forward. I don't think I'd ever forgive him. <laughs> t- if you did that, I would look at you differently for the rest of your life. I think it'd be the end of the show. Oh, yeah. It'd be the end of the show. Yeah. I couldn't live with that guilt. Hard rule. If either okay. of us, you know, you know, I'm not even going to say No, it. you're right. If for some reason it's just the Matt Soper show one day, know what happened. And same thing if it's same just thing. the Carl yeah. Brown show. If I come into the Brown and Howe show one morning, know what one happened. One snapped. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> terrible. Please, don't do it, Carl. <laughs> Why are you looking at me? I don't know. You're the 34-year-old. <laughs> you're, the been... one that, you're the one that snaps quicker. I do have a history of peeing where I shouldn't. <laughs> um, the Soper and Brown side hustle. We had a, a place in Missouri. He's looking for some... People who are comfortable having a couple of wobbly pops so that their trainees in their new uh, police division can work on identifying signs of drunkenness. I think we'd be okay at it. I think we'd be fantastic at being uh, professional drunks. We also, you know, we have different um, uh, different preferences, different tolerances. Mm -hmm. I think it'd be very good. Uh, We learned that a prison in BC, somebody there getting a little creative with how they're trying to get drugs inside. They attempted to have... A pigeon, a trained pigeon with a little uh, little backpack, a little something, yep. dropped some meth inside the prison yard. Didn't work out. We also found out that Carl knows somebody who works at that prison. I believe at that prison, yeah. yeah did you yeah. send the pigeon? Yes or no, did you send the pigeon? <laughs> it's not my pigeon. Mm, is it your tiny backpack? The backpack could be mine. Okay. Uh, we had a little uh, uh, noise in the attic kind of unofficial round here with yeah, myself well. versus wrestling themes as you took snippets, one, you know, half a second snippets of wrestling themes. What did they go? 11 out of 12? Uh, yeah. Something like that? Yeah, yeah 11 right, one wrong. I did not too bad. Got the opening one wrong and then ran the table there on forward. We also learned that the tire screech in both Razor Ramon and Mick Foley's you themes, learned that. I believe, are the exact same screech. Is that everything? That's everything, baby. Ash is up next. You enjoy your Tuesday party, people. We'll see you tomorrow. All right. There's a voice that keeps on calling me down the road. That's where I'll always be. Every stop I make, I make a new friend. Can't stay for long. Just turn around and I'm gone again. Maybe tomorrow I'll want to settle down. Nice work, everyone. Sharp broadcast. Really good. Everyone on the floor as well. Really a lot of hustle. I liked it. Southern Ontario's best rock and the Silver and Brown Show on 97.7 Hits FM.